Welcome to Live Doc, your online Doc Yomi Shear. Shalom Aleichem, welcome to today's Daf Yemi, which is Maseches Yuma Daf Beis. Actually, some refer to it as Yoima. The Masha says, Yoima is a, a special day. It's that Yoim Echad Bashana, Yoim Echad Kadesh Bashana, it's Shabbos Shabbosayin. So it's a distinct, unique day, Yoima. The Savior Lili Yeshua explains, Yoima denotes daytime, daylight, brightness. Uh, the Gemara Dharm speaks about the fact that Hashem did not give the Satan the permission to be Mekatrik, to prosecute Kalei Yisrael on Yom Kippur. It's not his domain. So we refer to Yom Kippur as Yoima, time of, uh, of, of daylight, of brightness, of uh, free of the Kayach, of the Yitzhahara, of, of the Satan, of the, of the Mekatrikim, whose domain is darkness and Choyshech. Yom Kippur is free of their influence. It says the Mishnah, Shiva Siyomim Koydim Yom Kippur, seven days prior to Yom Kippur, they separate the Kohen Gadol from his home and they transport him to the base of Migdash. Lishkas Parhedrin, this was a, a room called Lishkas Parhedrin. We know that on Yom Kippur only the Kohen Gadol may do the Avoida. So they had to designate, they had to um, separate the Kohen, prepare him in anticipation of the Avoida of Yom Kippur. Umaskinen loy Kohen Achar Tachtav. They would actually designate another backup coin, just in case Shema Yerabai Psul. Perhaps a Psul will occur with the coin God will become Tommy somehow. So they appointed a backup coin to fill his place. Rabbi Doimer, Af Acheres Maskinin They also designated a backup wife for the coin God. Shema Thomas Ishtai, perhaps his wife will pass away. And Isha is a requirement. For the kapara of the kohen gadol, according to the Tesis Yishanim, in one pshat he says it's ma'akev. According to the other pshat he says it's just a lechatchila. Why is that? Why is the isha important? Shenemar v'chiper ba'adoy bad beisay. Kohen gadol will be mechaper for himself and his bias. Beisay is uishto. It's referring to his wife. So the man and the woman are one unit here, and the kapara is applied to both of them together. Therefore, they used to designate a backup isha just in case he needs it. That's Shittas Rabbi Yehuda. Amr Leidr Chacham responded, Im Kain, if you're concerned about that. Ain't no Seif, there's no end. I'll have to make a backup for the backup. And another backup for that one. It's a never-ending procedure. Now the Gemara asks, well, what about the Rabbanon? They also agree that there's a backup Kayin, just in case a Psol occurs. What about Ain't no Seif, there's no end. So the Gemara on Dafid Gimel says, in reality there wasn't a Shash of Tumah happening with the Kohen Gadol, he was extra careful. And the main motive for for us appointing another backup coin was to create that the heat, the competition on this Kohen Gadol, so that he's extra careful with his purity and he maintains his tahara and doesn't become possible. But in Ikaradin, there really is no Hashash of the Kohen becoming Tameh, and uh, we don't really need a backup. It was just to create that feeling of competition to ensure that the Kohen is extra careful with his tahara. Let's take a look at Rashi. Up on top, Shivas Yomim Koydim Yom Kippur. Marfish and Gadol. So they would designate the Kohen Gadol, take him out of his home, bring him to the base of Midash. Shakal Avoidah Yom Kippurim Enoch Sheira Elabai. Because on Yom Kippur, the Avoidah had to be performed by the Kohen Gadol. 
So Rashi brings the Gemara in Hurrius, where we learn that only the Kohen Gadol could do the Avoid in Yom Kippur. And actually, it's Machlekes Rishonim. To what extent do we need the Kohen Gadol to be involved in Yom Kippur? You know, there are actually three categories of Avoid in Yom Kippur. We have the standard, you know, the Talmud Shal Shachar, Talmud Shal Abayim, which is brought every day. Yom Kippur is no different. We have the Karbonus Musaf, which are brought on all Yom Toivim. Yom Kippur is no different. It also has Karbonus Musaf. Then we have something called Choyvas Hayyim, things which are specific for Yom Kippur to bring about Kapara. So we have three categories of different types of Karbonus. Most Rishonim learned that the Kohen Gadol is required for all of them. Even ordinary Karbonus, routine Karbonus, which are brought on a daily basis, on Yom Kippur, the Avoida had to be done by the Kohen Gadol. Others, the Ritzvah learners, no, it's only a requirement for those things that are unique, uniquely Yom Kippur. But otherwise, an ordinary Kayan can do it. In any case, the Kayan God had to be involved in Yom Kippur, so they would remove him from his home, and Rashi brings the Gemara, Gemara Mafarish, Loma Mafarish, was the point of separating him from his home and bringing him to the base of Midrash. The Gemara later will tell us that the point was Kedusha, in order that he, he um, gets into the right frame of mind in anticipation of that Yom Kaddish, of the Avoida. He, uh, he acquires Madrigas of Kedusha and Tahara so that he is Roi for the Avoida. Continues Rashi, Lishkas Parhedron, that's where they brought him, Kachshma, that's what it was called, with Gemara Farish, Loma, Nikros Kain, how it got that name. They designate a backup, a substitute Kohen Gadol, let's say Kohen Gadol will get a Kerry. Shalmi asks, we learn in the Mishnah Perkyovis that one of the Nisim in the Beis Amilish was that it never happened that a Kohen Gadol was Tommy to must carry. So why, why did they have to designate a backup Kohen Gadol? The Shalmi says, So we must do whatever is within our ability, within the laws of nature, to ensure proper procedure. So even though Apines was never an issue, but they would have to back up the Kohen Gadol just in case. So if anything happens, we need a backup to take his place. Rabbi Uda takes it a step further. You need a backup wife. Perhaps the backup will pass away. So you need a backup for the backup, etc., etc. There's no point in getting involved in that. So in the Mishnah, they would separate the Kohen Gadol seven days before Yom Kippur, bring him to Lishka's Parhedrin, which was in the Azorah. According to Rabbanon, we designate a backup Kohen Gadol. Contributor, a backup Isha as well. Tanan Hasam, we learned elsewhere, this is regarding preparation for the Pura Aduma. There as well, we would designate the coin seven days in advance. Shivas Yomim Koinim Shivas Apur, seven days before they burnt the Pura Aduma, Hoyuma Frishin Koin, Hasoyvers Apur, Mi Beso. They would separate the coin who was designated for the burning of the Pura Aduma, it wasn't actually, it didn't have to be a coin Gadol. Whoever it was, they would separate him, remove him from his home, and bring him to where? Lalishka Ashal Pneya Bira. To this room which was by the Bisamidash. Where was it situated? Sfoinum Mizracha. In the northern eastern corner. 
Velishkas Besa Evan Hosan Nikres, it would be called Besa Evan. Why? Velom Nikrashma Likash Besa Evan. Why was it called Lishkas Besa Evan, the stone room? Shakol Maasel. Because all the Maasim, Rashi says, the Maasel shall para. Taisa says, we're speaking about the preparatory period, the seven day period before the actual Hakrova of the Paraduma. So they would, they would use what type of dishes? Bechleglolim, kalim, which are not makavotuma, made out of animal waste, bechleavonim, stoneware, bechleadoma, some sort of clayware, which was not cheres, wasn't baked in an oven. So all these things are not makavotuma. And they would, they would be careful only to use these types of kalim to avoid any sort of um, entanglement with tuma. That's why this lishka was called Besa Evan, because it was full of clay avonim. My time, why were they so careful? And insisted on using these specific kalim. Since we know that even a tzvul is kosher to be mark of the paraduma, this non-metam on how you service a para, actually would be metame the kain who was involved in burning the para. Taisa says it, was, it wasn't a tumadai raisa, they would apply a tumadarabonah to him. And what was the point of doing that? Explains the Mishnah, umat bil First, they'll be metamim, then put him through the mikvah, and allow him to bring the paraduma in that state. What was the point of doing that? To negate the opinion of the tzdukin, those who would challenge the chachamim, they had their own opinion regarding the halachis here. They held, they claimed that a true tahar is only somebody who, A, was toivel, in the mikvah, and two, experienced nightfall, hair of Shemesh, which is the second phase of a person's kapora procedure. Now, they have a point. It's true that the full tahara is only achieved at that point, but the chachamim had a drasha, it says, he's a hatar alatame, you're going to learn later on, hatar means, even if he achieved only a minimal madrega of tahara, even after tefillah, that's okay. So in order to point that out, to highlight that, they should actually be matami the coin. Have him table in the mikvah. So once he was past tefillah, now he would go ahead and perform the uh, avoida, do the strafe of the paraduma, to prove their point that even a fellow who was only tefillah was able to do the paraduma. Now because they applied that procedure, which seems like a kind of a laxness, it was a, a leniency, like a zilzal. So they had to establish a countermeasure, many countermeasures, to prove their point that no, it's not a question of being a zalzal in the par. Par is a carbon, it's something that has to be kept betahara very carefully. So in order to counter effect that appearance, tekinilu rabbonon kleglolim, kleavonim, kleadomo, deloy lekabotumo, chachamim decided to use only very specific utensils which don't have the potential for tumma. Some people should not be mazazel in the part. They shouldn't get the wrong impression. Look, they're so makele. They're matami the person. Ah, paraduma is, doesn't have to be cared for so, so so carefully. So in order to have that counter effect, they would actually establish many extra precautions to highlight the fact that, yeah, paraduma is something that has to be kept betahar. So they would take the kain, put him into the lishka space of Evan for seven days. 
And the point was to keep him from any sort of tumor. The Gemara later calls it Prishosel Tahara, to keep him pure and ready for the Paradum. Now, it was situated Tzvayna Mizracha. Maish not Tzvayna Mizracha. Why specifically in that location? Says the Gemara because the location here was indicative of the role that it was playing. Given the Chatosi, since the Paradum is called Chatos, that's how the Torah calls it. The Chatos generally, a Chatos is shechted, is taken care of on the Tzafin side of the Azorah. Although the Paradum was not so. Paradum was shechted out on the Harazesim. But since the Torah refers to it as Chatos, and Chatos in general is a Tzafin carbon, so that's number one. That's how Tzafin applies here. Uksiv bo el noichach the Pasuk describing the Hazor of the Dam from Harazesim, Haramishcha, towards the Beis Hamidosh. So how would they be Maza, spiritually Dam of the Paraduma, opposite El Noichach opposite the entrance of the Heichel. The entrance of the Heichel was actually the eastern wall of the Heichel, because the Shekloshim was the Mara. The entrance of the Heichel was Bamizrach. So when you're facing that entrance, where you're actually spraying towards the Mizrach wall of the Heichel. So since we have both these elements that relate to the Paraduma, Tzafayin, on account of the fact that it's called Chatos, Mizrach, on account of the direction of the Hazor, Tkinilo Rabbon, and Lishka Tzafayin, Mizrach, and Chum established and designated the Lishka at that corner, Tzafayin, and Mizrach, Ki Heichidilah, so that it'd be visible and known. And Rashi explains that the Kayin going in there will be mindful of the fact that, look, he's preparing for something special. This is not just a place to stay. This is Tzafan and Mizrach. Oh, this is a Chatas that I'm about to do. And I'll rehearse in his mind the, the procedure. He'll become a bucking proficient. What has to be done? And we spoke about the Lishka being Apneha Bira. My Bira, what is the definition of Bira? We have Machlekes. It was a specific place on Harabais, Ubira Shmoi, which was called Bira. The entire Besamidrash is called Bira Shnamahar Bira Asher which is referring to the entire area on which the Besamidrash was built. Now, Taisis points out something very interesting. We find a difference between the Lishkas Palhedrin, which was actually in the Azara, and that's where the King Gadol, who's preparing for the Avodisim Kippur, was housed during those seven days in the Azara, whereas the Lishka's base of Evans says Toysus was outside the Azar. Why that difference? Why this one in, this one out? Explains Toysus very, very, very partial. The point was to prepare him for the upcoming event. Can God was preparing for the avoid of him Kippur? Lifnai, Lifnai, Lifnim, the Kodesh, Kodesh Kedoshim, the Prisha. He was the Kedusha, as the Gemara refers to it. To enhance his Kedusha, to, uh, to allow him to acquire Madragas of Ruchnis of Kedusha, so that he's fit for the avoid. To keep him mindful of his unique position, a special role that he's going to be playing in seven days. That's why the Lishkas Parhedrin was situated in the Azara. Its location was reflective of its role. Whereas the Lishkas Besa Evans was outside the Azara, which reflected the role of the Kayin preparing for the Paraduma, which was not outside the Azara, on Harazesim. So here as well, the the, the mockim of that lishka was indicative of the upcoming event. Let's take a look at Rashi inside. So we begin from the Rashi in the, in the Gemara, 
which is about uh, 12 lines from the top. Says Rashi, This fellow who was preparing for that would be separated from his home to avoid any sort of tumor and be placed in the lishka. Shal pnei abira l'kamim afarish. Tumor will explain my bira what that is. We have machlekes reichon reshlokish. Tzvayni mizracha. It was in that corner. Mekitzoya mizracha tzvaynis shal azarahisa. Why was it called lishka? Based on Evan, shekol maaseh shal para. Was done with all these type of kelim which can't be mekabel tumah klei glolim tzvi bakar animal waste afarish l'hum mizracha is perak bishmol or klei adama which are not klei cheres. Rashi points that out. Shaina Surin Kukhers Bakivshan wasn't oven baked. Elmin Adomahi Shuk Evan Raka Bakhiki can be men of Kalam. Ash explains that it was made from clay from mud, which they used to form into a clay, but it was not baked in a furnace. It did not have a din of a clay and was not Makabotum. My time at Kinula Kalam Halala, why specifically these Kalam? The more explains because they would actually do something. Strange, strange looking. They would be matama the person. The tefulyoim will come yolof yolof be perikter bekalfi. Visa atar the chacham maintain a tefulyoim is kasha for para. Visa vatar atar even a tefulyoim is called a tar. So they used to be matamim and turn him into a tefulyoim. Therefore, they had to establish extra stringencies and precautions to demonstrate the importance of keeping the paradoma betar. People might say, well, well, once a mazalza, look, it's not so important. They established many, many milas, this was one of them, that they had these kalim, which don't have too much potential. Why was Elishka in Tzof and Mizrach? Kivan the Chatasi, Chatas Nikris, Shnemar the Menid the Chatasi, the Chatas Tuna Tzofan, generally a Chatas. Is hukrav b'tzafin? Chatois are cravings b'mizbeach. Shchatos b'tzafin says Rashi v'loy shezut tuna tzafin. Of course, not the paraduma. Sharein a shchatos v'aramishcha. But chatos is a tzafin carbon. That's number one. And regarding mizrach, uksiv b'parel noichach pnei oil moed ba'zoas tama. They would spray the dam towards the oil moed shu'omid b'aramishcha. You stand the harzais and miskaven v'roya pischa shalhechol shubakaisim mizrachi towards the entrance of the hechol, which was the eastern wall of the hechol. So that's why the Lishka Se'evan was positioned in that corner. The fellow should realize We'll pay attention to the fact that it's, he's there for a reason. He's preparing for the Paraduma, which is called Chatos, which is related to Mizrach. And what's the point of that? We'll pay attention. He'll be mindful. To become bucky, to become proficient, expert in the procedure of the paradum. We discussed the word bira according to Rabbi Yechonu, it was a specific location according to Rishlag, the entire area. Habira Shechinoisi, Asher Zimantila, Mokim. Gurn Aroinel of Noisa, that was the place where uh, the Besamidash was going to be built. This was David Amal speaking. The Goyen Aroina, the threshing area of Aroina, that was the the uh, plot of land, tract of land on which the Beis Hamidlash was going to be built. And he's referring to it as Bira. Continues the Gemara. Menonimili. So he spoke about Be Marfish to Koyen Godel, prior to Yom Kippur. Be Marfish to Koyen prior to Srefa Sapar. How do we know that such a concept exists? Menonimili. 
There's a pasuk by the Shiva Simei Meluim, where the Kehanim would stay. Aaron and his children dwelled in the Mishkan throughout the seven days in preparation for the main day, the eighth day. On which they would be inaugurated. The Avoida Bekuhuna started then. That was the the day of anticipation, and it required seven days of achon. And what does the pasuk say? Omakro, kasher also just as they did today, prepared seven in anticipation of an avoida of one day. Tziva Hashem lasses lachapar aleichem. Hashem was mitzava lasses lachapar aleichem. And we learn from here lasses is referring to something else as well. Elu maasepar. We learn that this concept will be applied to the preparation of the paraduma as well. Prepare for seven days in advance. L'chaper is coming to teach you Elu Masay Yom Kippurim that prior to the Kapar of Yom Kippur you meant to prepare yourself seven days in advance. Let's take a look at Rashi right off to the uh, to the right. Mananami. How do we know? The Bayi Prisha Yom Kippur Malapar Kasher Us This was by by the Meluim Shatziva Oisam Lifresh Mbeisam Zayin Yom they had a mitzvah to leave their homes for seven days. Shanamar o Pesach oyel moyid, teishvu yamim alayla, seven days. Uba Shmini avdu, on the eighth day, they did the avoidah. Shanamar vahibay mashmini, korav agoyme uksiv kravala mazbech, that was the, that was the day, the day that the Kohanim took over the avoidah, all seven days, was Meshrabeinu, who was temporarily doing the avoidah. So the seven days were a hachana for the eighth day. And the Pasuk says, Kashat Siva, last of the Doris, Lifresh, Zayin, Lifnei Avoidah, Shemech. And the Pasuk says, the same concept will apply to Doris throughout the generations as well, be perished for seven days in anticipation of the Avoidah of a Yoim Echad. So he's perished seven days before the Avoidah of Yom Kippur, Avoidah of Yom Echad, and he's perished seven days before the Shreyfah Sapar. Continues the Gemara. So we included Paraduma and Yom Kippur. Bishleima Kule Krab Para We certainly understand that the Pasa cannot just be speaking about Paraduma. Lachapra Ksiv says Kasha Asa Bemazet, Tiva Sham Lasis, Lachapra Alechem Uparla Bars Bas Kapari. Paraduma is not intended to produce Kapara. Now, although we have many of the Medrash, that the Paraduma was coming to take care of the Masa Eagle, but that wasn't the primary objective here. It was to create ashes to be matarded to me. The Kapara and the Eagle was just secondary. So, when the Pasuk speaks about applying this method of seven days Prisha to an item of Kapara, it's evidently not referring to Paraduma. So, apparently, you can't say the Pasuk is exclusive to Paraduma. Lasis is Masay Para, the doing of the Paraduma. But Lachaper cannot be referring to Paraduma as well. It must be referring to the Yom Kippur, which produces Kapar. Allah says the Gemara, but Why can't we go the other way and say the entire Pasuk is Yom Kippur? Asks Toysvis, why do you need Lassais and Lachaper? Says Toysvis, because if we just say Lachaper, I would say other Kabanis. That's why it says Lassais, Lachaper, which uh, is referring to Yom Kippur, where we find we find both terms by Yom Kippur, Asiyah and Kapara. That's how Tzitzit answers the Kash. In any case, the Gemara wants to know maybe the whole Pasuk is Yom Kippur, and only Yom Kippur, and not Paradum. Amri, they answered, 
We apply Zerashon. Yol of Tziva Tziva. We connect the two words Tziva and Tziva. Tziva, Hachat Tziva Hashem Lass, is here by Miluim. The Pasuk says, Kasher Asa Bayim Hazet, Tziva Hashem Lass. We have the word Tziva, Oksiv Hasem, and elsewhere by Paraduma actually. The Pasuk says, Zois Chukas HaTorah, Asher Tziva Hashem Leymar. We draw that parallel, we say Malah and Para, just as over there. Tziva is in the context of Paraduma. Afkan Para, likewise by us. When the Pasuk says, the same procedure applied today by Miluim. Seven day separation, anticipation of the eighth day. The Pasuk says, Tziva Hashem Lasis L'chabar Lechem. Tziva is a reference to Paraduma. Afkan Para. Umakan Prisha, just as over here. Prisha is required. Aflahal, and there as well, by Paraduma, Prisha is applied. Says the but how do you know? To draw a parallel between Miluim and Paraduma, perhaps I can apply the Gzei Yashav a bit differently. Perhaps I can make a Gzei from Miluim, where the word Tziva is employed, to Yom Kippur, where Tziva is mentioned as well. Explains Tzivah, what the Gemara means is that everything could be included. Poraduma from the word Lasus. Yom Kippur from the Gzei Yashavah Tziva Tziva. And the chaper in that pasuk will include all karbanis. Every time the kohen approaches a void of a carbon, he has to wait for seven days. Says the Gemara, no, you can't apply this derushal from milun to yom kippur because there is some discrepancy between the two. Don and siva delfneasia, mit siva delfneasia, because we find something special, something unique. By Miluim, which parallels Paradumu. In both cases, the word Siva precedes the description of the Asiya. Right? The Pasuk by Miluim said, Siva Hashem Lasois. Hashem commanded to do. And by Paraduma as well, it says, Zois Chukasatayra, Ashat Siva Hashem Leymar. Go ahead and do the Paraduma. So we learn. We derive Don and Siva of Nasia. We derive Paraduma, where we find the word Siva before Asiya. We learn that from Mitsiva of Nasia, from Miluim, where likewise the Siva is before the Asiya. It's almost like saying the, the Siva is referring to the, the uh, Shiva's Ime Prisha, which precede the Asiya. So we find that connection. But we don't. If we have a choice, we don't go ahead and make the Xerashava to someplace else where. Which doesn't have the same sequence, such as Yom Kippur. We won't learn Yom Kippur from here. Yom Kippur, which has Tziva after the Asiya, as the Pasuk we just mentioned. It says, right on top of the Yom. So we have Asiya before the Tziva. We won't learn that from Miluim, where it's in the reverse. Mitziva Lufne Asiya. Where over there, Tziva before Asiya. That explains why. We chose to apply the Xerushav of Tziva Tziva between Miluim and Paradum. Says the Gemara, Ve'ema Tziva do Karbanis. Perhaps I can apply this concept to all Karbanis Tzibur, as she says. Whenever there's a carbon Tzibur, the coin would have to be pure seven days in advance. By making use of this same Zerushava, the Chsev Biyam Savaisis Bnei Yisrael. Let's connect the word Siva by Miluim 
the source of this concept of seven-day separation and apply it to all Kabbalah Tzibur. Well, we also find the word, a reference to the concept of, of Tzibur, B'yam Tzavoyse. Says the Gemara, but it isn't, it isn't exactly the same word. It's Tzavoyse. So if we have a choice, we prefer finding an identical word to make the exact show with, like the Tziva by Paraduma. Don and Tziva mit Tziva. We learn Tziva from Paraduma. By Paraduma from, mit Tziva from, from Tziva of Miluim. They're both the same word. Ve'en donon Tzavoyse mit Tziva. Rather than deriving other carbonates where the word Tzavoyse is mentioned and connecting that to Tziva mentioned by Miluim. Although it has the same uh, same meaning, but the word isn't identical. Says the Gemara, "Man of Kamina, what difference does it make? As long as it has the same meaning, it's still Roy for Xer Shava, Matana Dei We have another example: Veshava Koyin a Balkoyin. This was by the Nega found in a home, and the Gemara learns Xer Shava from these two psukim: Veshava Koyin, Koyin will return, Balkoyin will come. So although they're different words. But Zui Shiva, Zui Bia, returning, coming, it's really one and the same, which allows us to connect them with Xerah Shava. So we see that Xerah Shava doesn't necessarily need exact identical words. Sure, that's only when you have no better option. You're not faced with a choice. Okay, should I connect it to an identical word or an unidentical word? But in our case, where well, we have something better, you face with a choice. Look, you have Miluim, where the word Siva is mentioned. You can connect it to either one of the following two. Either Paraduma, where you find the exact same word Siva, identical word, or connect it to Karbonis, which have the word Savoisoi. In this case, of course, we prefer the one that has the same exact word, but if we find something where it's exactly the same, certainly we'll connect it and derive it from the one that's the same. So let's just stop for a second. The was looking for a mocker for this halacha of being purged seven days in anticipation of an avoid of yemechad, something that we find by Yom Kippur, we find by Paraduma, we are where is this learned from? It says, well, we actually have a precedent in the Torah. Shabbos Miyam where a hachana for the Vayihi Bayim Hashmini and the Kohan were instructed to remain in the base of Midrash throughout to prepare themselves accordingly. And the Pasuk adds some words there. Kasher Tziva Kasher Oso Bayim just like they did these days, this day, Tziva Hashem Lasses L'chapar Aleichem extra words there, Lasses Together with the Xer Shav of Tziva, will apply this halacha to Paraduma, and the Chapar Leichem is referring to Masa Yemakipur. Says the Gemara, okay, Lechapar Elu Masa Yemakipur. How do you know that? Ve'Emakapar the Karbonis. Lechapar is a generic term. Perhaps all Karbonis require a seven-day afrasha in advance. And here Rashi says even Karbonis Yachid. Why? Why that discrepancy? Because the Ritva says because. Earlier, the uh, Gemara wanted to have a Shava from Miluim to other Karbanis as well. So as she says, Karbanis Tzibar will be included because it's like Miluim, it's a Karban Tzibar. That was more earlier, but now we're dwelling on the word Lechaper. 
Kapara is something universal. All Kabbalists have Kapara. Even a Karbun Yachad produces Kapara. The Ema Kapara, the Karbanis. Perhaps all Karbanis, even Karbun Yachad, will require this Prisha of seven days. Says Mark, can't be, it's not practical. How do we know which coin is going to be doing the avoid of this carbon? You have no way of knowing in advance. The boil prisha to require prisha for this coin, it's not practical. Amri, they responded, how do you know? Allah why not? The entire family doing the avoid on that day you know, the weeks were divided by Mishmaris, Beis Av. So every week there was a Mishmar, entire group, and every day in the week there was a rotation, a Beis Av per day, a family per day. So why can't you just do Prisha seven days before your turn comes? This Beis Av will do Avoid on Monday, fine, be per seven days in advance. It's practical. So why can't we include all Karbanis into this halacha, says the Gemara, you know why? You know why we prefer Yom Kippur? Because remember, we're learning from Miluim. It has to have some similarity. Dom and Dover Shekavur We learn Yom Kippur, which is a time designated event. It's Kavur. Midover Shekavur We learn it from Miluim, which is also time related. As opposed to karbanis, which can come and go. It's a daily occurrence. It doesn't have a set time, a set date. That's why we learn Yom Kippur from Iluim and not other karbanis. The point was to prepare seven days in anticipation of that special day. It was, it was day-related. Therefore, we apply to Yom Kippur. What about other Yom Kippur? Pesach, Shavuot, Sukkot. These are things that are time-related. They have absolute dates. So why Davki Yom Kippur has this halacha? Maybe every Yom Tif would require Prisha beforehand for the Kayin to do the avoid on that Yom Tif. Says the Gemara, Don and Dover Shonari Pamachas Meshon. We can only learn Yom Kippur, which is a once, once a year, an annual occurrence. Midover Hanari Pamachas Meshon from Miluim, which is also, at most, only a once a year occurrence. It doesn't mean that it happened on an annual basis. It actually happened three times. It was in the Mishkan and the Midbar. Then when they inaugurated the Beis Hamidosh the first time and the second time as well. But at most, it's not more than once a year. As opposed to Lafuki Regolim, Yom Toivim Delav, Pamachas Vashonenu. Yom Toivim happened many times, three times a year. Therefore, the halacha is not applied there. Ve'im Regal Echad. So we're fine, let's pick one Yom and apply it there. So once a year, it's an annual occurrence. Perhaps the problem is because we don't want to figure out which one it is. Pesach, Shavuos, and Sukkot. There's no problem. We'll decide which one. Perhaps it's, it's Pesach. Because we find the Torah introduces it first. It's first on the list. Perhaps that has Chashivas. That requires pre-show. That'll be one opinion. Perhaps others will hold it. Sukkot. Because that... It has superiority. Because its mitzvahs are numerous. As she says, as sukkah, lulav, etc. So we'll pick and choose. We'll decide which one. We'll determine which one carries more weight. And that will have the halacha of prisha. So why Yom Kippur? Ela donen prisha shivali The reason is because 
we're going to learn and apply this halacha to Yom Kippur where it's a prisha of seven days in anticipation of that one day of Yom Kippur. We learn that from Miluim, which likewise is It's a prisha of seven days in anticipation of one day. So the two things there are similar. As opposed to Yom Tov. Yom Tov is a seven day uh, event. Vain done prishat shiva le shiva. We can't learn the salacha by Yom Tov to be perished for seven days in anticipation of a seven day Yom Tov. You can learn that from Miluim, which was dissimilar. Miprishat shiva le mechad. Miluim had seven for one. You can't apply that to Yom Tov. Where it's seven for seven, it's different. Therefore, we tack it on to Yom Kippur. Ve'emashmini. Says in one second, maybe the last day of Sukkot is the Yom Tov that requires Prisha. The Prisha's Shivali Yamechadu. Here we have it. It's a seven day anticipation for a one day Yom Tov. So before Sukkot, he'll have to separate for seven days in anticipation of that last day of Yom Tov, which is a separate Yom Tov. And that's very similar to Meluim. So why Davki Yom Kippur? So it's like more done and Dovar, Shein Kedusha Lefanov. We learn Yom Kippur from Meluim because Yom Kippur is something which is not preceded by days of Kedusha. We have plain weekdays coming before Yom Kippur. Medavar Shein Kedusha Lefanov, we learn it from Miluim, where likewise, there was no days of Kedusha preceding the eighth day of Miluim. So the two things are similar. Ve'en don Medavar Shein Kedusha Lefanov, however, we can't learn the Salacha by Yom Tif. even the last day of Yom Tif, which is just a one day, one day event, but remember, it has Days of Kedusha preceding it. The entire Yom Tov of Sukkot precedes it. So you can't learn that. Midav HaShem Kedusha Lafanov from Miluim, which doesn't have that. The eighth day of Miluim was a day which was not preceded by days of Kedusha. Now Tesis asks, what do you mean? Ein Kedusha Lafanov? It's Shabbos, which is Kaddish. So he says, the Gemara is referring specifically to Kedusha's Yom Tov, which is totally in Bezden, a man-made, so, so to speak, a man-made Kedusha. Which... Uh, which we are generating. That's what the Gemara means. That only a day which is preceded, which is not preceded by any sort of man-made, man-generated Kedusha, that day needs a, a Prisha. Like Miluim, like Yom Kippur, as opposed to the Shemini Atzeres, the last of Sukkot, which is preceded by many days of Kedusha Siyantiv, which are man-made and generated Kedushas. Says the what do you mean? Blav If anything, it's all the way around. You can apply Kav Look, since you say that Miluim, which are not preceded by days of Kedusha, requires Prisha, so although they're sort of plain days, right in the middle of the weekday, it still needs Kedusha. Certainly the eighth day of Sukkot, which is uh, preceded by many days of Kedusha, that pushes it up even higher. It attains a higher level of a higher status of kedusha. Like Kolshkin, of course, you would think that you have to prepare yourself properly, do prisha in advance of that lofty day. So, if anything, your svar should be reversed, and maybe prisha is required for that last day of sukkahs. Let's learn that from Miloim. Why do you insist on your kippur? You can't say that. Hazeksiv. Because remember, the Pasuk said, Just as you did today, by Miluim, you meant to do throughout the day race on those other special days. Hazeh indicates exactness. 
Hazaksev, Koze. If you want to apply it elsewhere, it has to mirror, it has to be exactly, reflect exactly the way it's done here. And how is it done by Miluim? You had seven days in preparation for a day which was not, that day was not preceded by days of Kedusha. Therefore, it doesn't apply to the last day of Sukkot, which has Kedusha Lafan. Let's take a look at a Rashi inside, all the way on the top of the Amud. So we learned to Xerishava, Tziva Tziva, and the one wanted to know, well, how do you know it applies to uh, Paraduma? What does that mean? When a Koyin approaches the Avoida, he'll have to do Prish. Then the Gemara said, well, we can't, because the um, the Xerishav isn't exact. Zui Shiva, Zui Bia. I think Mara said it's not exact, because over here it says Siva, and there it says Savoise. Mara said, what do you mean? Even if it's not exact, we find by Tsaras, by Negabatim, that even if the words are dissimilar, but the meaning is the same. Zui Shiva, Zui Bia. Lord and Zerishav. This is negated to some Allah, Zerishav. We learn more from the other. Ma Shiva, Chaylet Svekait Svetach. He pulls out the stones there, so we apply the halacha from one to the other. In any case, we see that Xavier Shavu can work even when the words aren't exactly the same. Then the Gemara asked again, the fact that it says, how do you know it's referring to Yom Kippur? Maybe apply it to all Karbonis. Says the Gemara, you don't know which Koyin is going to tend to that carbon. Well, they are they pious or even they would make lotteries in the base of Middash because I mean, come on, what to learn about Hashem in the uh, later on. So you don't know which kind is going to take care of it. Hachagar Sinan Amri said, response is, what do you mean? Allah Malai Nibayi Prishel Lekulam Mishmeres Beis Av Allah Malai Biltmiya Einchal Einchal Yachal Ben Prisha. It's not a practical problem. You can still do Prisha. Harish Leimar Al Kol Beis Av Shemeshmeres Hachalukin Lemei Shabbos. Right? Every day of the week was designated to a different family, a different base of. Lashamish Ishami. Each one had a had a designated day. So that family should separate seven days in advance. We responded, the reason why we applied strictly to Yom Kippur because it was something which is Kabuloizman. It had designated time. Dova Kabuloizman says Raj Yom Kippur is learned from Ilum which as well has a time designate. Midavara kavola izman hamilum shnemar be machidish harishem bechadachidish first day of Nisan takim voyash minimalum. So it had a very specific time. What about other yom tov? No, because it's not a once a year event. Hanoik pamachas b'shana miluim pamachas without b'shana at most was only once a year. Says them okay, maybe just one yom tov, Pesach, Sukkot, which are only once a year. Perhaps you can say that Prisha applies to Pesach. We find all over the Pasuk introduces that first. It's the first on the list. Which denotes importance. So perhaps that's one reason. One reason to favor Pesach. Maybe I'm Sukkot. An abundance of mitzvahs. more responds that the Prisha needs to reflect the nature of Prisha by Miluim, which was a seven-day preparation for one-day avoid. It seems that the eighth day was the 
most important day of all. And everything was leading up to that. So this was, fits well with Yom Kippur. It's seven days for one day, as opposed to Yom Tov. Yom Tov is a seven-day event. It doesn't fit the bill. Maybe prepare for the last day of Yom Tov, which is just a, a one-day event. It's a one-day Yom Tov. Yom Tov is a separate Yom Tov. We'll learn from the Gemara. The Gemara responds, Hazeksiv, Kasha Asav, Emazeh, Kazeh. Needs to follow with exactness. Prish is only required if it is exactly the way it was by Miluim. It was Kavol uh, Zman had a, uh, a set time. It was once a year. It was seven days in anticipation of one day. And that one day was not preceded by Yimei Kedusha. Let's stop for a moment and summarize the Gemara. We learned about the Afrashas Koyin for seven days. Gemara tells us the source, the precedent in the Torah for this concept is Miluim. Where the Kehana would separate for matters of, for interest of, of, of acquiring Kedusha, was a Prishala Kedusha, they would wait in the, dwell in the Elmoyed, Pesach Elmoyed. As the Pasuk says, of Pesach Elmoyed, Teshvu, they have to sit there for seven days and seven nights. So that's the marker. We take that Allah and we apply it elsewhere as well. We have a Reba in the Pasuk, as we're soon going to see. And we apply it to Paraduma, where the Kayan would be separated from, for, for maintaining Tahara. They would place him in Lishka Se'evan, which was in the Tzafa and Mizrach corner of the Azora, and according to Taisa, it was outside the Azora, which was reminiscent of the, um, of the, of the role, of the job that he's going to perform in a couple of days, taking care of the Paraduma outside the Besamidosh. We learn Paraduma from that Pasuk, Kashar Tziva, Kashar Asa, Be'amazet Tziva, Hashem Lasis, L'chabar Aleichem. Lasis, the Gemara says, Elo Masih Parah. Gemara concludes, actually, it's a combined Limud. The fact that we have Exer Shava helps us out. It's Tziva over here with Tziva by, by Paraduma, which um, connects the two things. And the fact that it's Asiya before the Tzivoy tells us to go to Paraduma rather than other places. In any case, we apply the Allah of to Paraduma because of this reboot. We apply to Yom Kippur as well, as we learn in our Mishnah. Seven days prior to Yom Kippur, Kain Gadol will leave his home to Lishka's Parhedrin. Tesis explains it was in the Azora. It was in order to increase his level of Kedusha, anticipation of the Avod Yom Kippur, which take place in the Beis Hamidash. Its location was reflective of his future role. How do we know Prisha in this case? That same Pasa, Kashar Tziva, Kashar Asa, Be'amazet Tziva, Shem Lasois. Lechaper. Lechaper is coming to include Masa Yom Kippur, and the Gemara concludes because Yom Kippur really fits the bill. It has Azman Kavua, it's once a year, it's a seven day preparation for a one day Avoidah, and that one day is not preceded with days of Kedusha. Continues the Gemara. We left off with a, we had a Kasha, which the Gemara did answer. Ravashi will offer another Teretz. What was the Kasha? Fine, we need Prisha. When it's seven for one day. The kasha was, well, Shmini Atzeres is a one day yontif. Why can't you apply Prisha there instead of Yom Kippur? Ravashi Omar, you can't say that. Because look, if yontif itself, Sukkot, the main element of that yontif, doesn't require Prisha, can you say that the secondary element within it will require Prisha? Doesn't sound right. Mika Midi, do you find such a concept? Do you find a precedent? The Ikar regular by Prisha, the Ikar Yom doesn't need Prisha, Tafel the day by Prisha? And the Tafel, the, the 
Shminat Tzeres, which is secondary to, to Sukkot, will need a Prisha? Hard to believe. So that answers the Kasha. Now, on the Omar, even the sheet that holds that Shemini Atzeris is considered a separate independent Yom Tov. And perhaps it would make sense to require Prisha for that, that you can't draw a parallel from Sukkot. Well, Sukkot doesn't need, how can you say the eighth day, which is merely a tuffle to Sukkot, would need Prisha? You can't put them higher than the rest of Yom Tov. Well, according to this man, the Omar, Shemini Atzeris is its own separate Yom Tov. And treat it separately. Says, well, yeah, but that's only in a limited way. This concept that the Shmini is a separate regal, that only applies to certain things. Specific halacha is going to see soon in Rashi, but when it comes to carbonous uh, matters, like uh, making up for the carbon that he missed throughout Yom Tov, everyone's meant to bring a Chagiga, and he didn't bring it on Yom Tov. He can still bring it on Shmini Atzeris. Apparently, there's some sort of connection. It has a carbon-related connection, and therefore, it's hard to believe that the coin would have to do prisha seven days in advance of that shmini atzeret to prepare himself for the akrovas karmas of that day. When at the same time we say that the ikariyavta doesn't need that prisha. So, with respect to karbanis, we find an element of tefilas. We find that shmini atzeret is subordinate and secondary to yomti. And therefore, Prisha cannot be applied to Shemina when it's not applied to the Yom Tov. Avalin Tashlumen, when it comes to making up the Karbanis, Tashlumen the Rishanu. Shemina is considered a day where you can make up for Yom Tov. Dotsnam, Mishalichag, beyond the Rishan Shachag. Chag means he didn't celebrate by bringing the Karma Chagiga, Mishalichag, beyond the Rishan Shachag. He failed to bring it on the first day of Yom Tov. Chagigno, he looked color regal kule. You can always make it up throughout Yom Tov. The Sukkis, beyond the Rachan Shachag. Even the last day is okay. So apparently, the last day has some connection. It's considered a tafel to the rest of Yom Tov of Sukkot, and you can't place it higher in the rest of the days. And therefore, we're compelled to say that the halacha of Prisha only applies to Yom Kippur. Let's see Rashi inside from the top of the Amid. Lini Prazar Kashav. It's a Rashi Tevas. Referring to six concepts. Shemini Atzeris is separate from the rest of the days of Sukkot. Lini Pazar Kashav. Pious Latzma, it's own lottery. Shein Pious Bepore Achag, Eitzel Meshmaris. Throughout Yom Tov, there were many cows bought, many carbonates, and there was no lottery. It was set up in a rotating system. Shekola Meshmaris, all the Meshmaris of Kahan Meshonis or Meshal Shazman, they would bring two, three. With the Vichajban Sidron, it was an exact arrangement. Kemoshashin Shinum Sechas Sukkot, as the more explains. Aval Parshal Shemini? But the carbon on Shmini Atzeris, but Chilom Afisin Olav had its own cheshbon, a new lottery unrelated to the previous arrangement. So that's the pay of Pazar. Payas La'atzmai. What's the Zayin? Zman La'atzmai. Levar Shachiyonu. Make a new bracha Shachiyonu on Shmini Atzeris. Reish is regular La'atzmai. It's own Yom Tov. Ain Shem Chagasukas Olav. It's not called Chagasukas. He says he learns you don't sit in the Sukkah on the last day. And some explain uh, it means that. By davening, we don't say Chag HaSukas any longer, we say Shemina Atzeres, the Chagazah. Kashav stands for three things, Karban La'atzmai, has a different type of Karban, Sh'ein Karban Yishava, L'chal Shari Meisachag. How? Shekulam Param Rubim, Be'elam Shnaim, Vidal Kfasim, throughout Sukkot, you have a whole different arrangement, many Karbanis. Here, it's only one, V'kan Par Echad, Ayel Echad, Yishiv Kfasim. 
Rav Kashav, so the Shin is Shir Latzmoy. The Levim would sing a special song. She'en Shir Shavel Chashav Shirish Me'achag. It was different in nature than the other Shira throughout Sukkot. Kol Shiri Me'achag, Medaber Me'en Gezel, Matnas Aniyim. The Shira recited throughout Sukkot, exhorted the Erlam to conform properly to Matnas Aniyim, to the Leket Shikilopeya. Ve'oisin Shachla Amoyed Mefurish Lech Sukkot, Ohumma. But he, this is a Rosh Teva standing for different segments of, of Shira. So that was unique to Sukkot. Shemir Atzeres has its own uh, type. Shemir Atzeres, Einim Ein Asif, has nothing to do with gathering the uh, crop. We don't really know exactly which one it is. Tosis actually brings Mesech HaSoifrim, Yesh Oimrim, it was Lam Atzeach Al HaShminas. Continues Rashi. The final item on the list is Beis. Bracha. Bracha La'atzmei. What does this mean? Bracha, Shayim Avarachim, Latfilas Chaya Melech. To make a Bracha. Hashem to prolong, prolong the life of the king. In the first Pesefta, the Sukkah, Al-Hashem, by Mashmini, Shilchus, Amivar, Samelech, we find in Nach, on the eighth day, they would make a bracha in honor of the Melech. Okay, so regarding all these things, we find that Shminat Seris is set apart from the rest. But when it comes to Karbonis, the Tashlumen of the Chagiga, Tashlumen of Rishonu, what do we see from here? Alma, apparently, Tafel de Dayu. Yeah, Ashmi is considered secondary. A Tafel to the rest of the days. You can't place it higher than the rest. You can't say Prisha Shiva Yom applies to the Sept, the Eighth, when it doesn't apply throughout Sukkot. Apparently, it's going to apply to Yom Kippur, and only Yom Kippur. Okay, time for a brief Chazar of today's Da'at. Mishnah tells us, seven days before Yom Kippur, they are Mafish to Gadol. They relocate him to Lishkas Parhedrin. They designate a backup coin just in case he becomes puzzle, contributor, a backup wife as well. Chacham disagreed with that. Mora tells us that the, the precedent of a precious Shiva Siyamim we find by Miluim, where the Kahanim would dwell in the base of Migdash and the Mishkan actually for seven days to enhance their Kedusha. The puzzle clearly tells us that they would wait there for seven days in anticipation of the eighth day, which was the Day of anticipation, the day of the inauguration of Vaidas Kehanim in the Mishkan. From there, we learn Prisha Shiva by Paradum as well. The point was to separate him from any possible Tumah. They put him to Lishkasa Evan, which was Safan Mizrach, right outside the Azura, which was reflective of his future role, bringing up the Paraduma outside the Resamidosh. We learn Paraduma from the fact that it says Lasais, and we use the Xer Shabbat Siva Tziva to apply it to Paraduma. Seven days before Yom Kippur, Kangadu will be placed in Lishkas Parhedrin in order to enhance his Kedusha. It was in the Azara, which was a place of Kedusha, to keep him mindful, to prepare himself accordingly. We learn this from the fact that the Pasuk says, L'chaper. Kasha Asma'im Azetiv Hashem Lassus L'chaper Aleichem. Eilu Masi Yom Kippurim, the Mora tells us, what's your Niki Be'i Yom Kippur over other things? Because it has Zman Kavua, it's once a year. It's seven days in anticipation of a one-day event, and that one day is preceded by weekdays. And all these things, all these elements, are um, are found in Miluim. And that's why we draw that parallel from one to the other. We include Yom Kippur into the Salach of Prishas Shivas Yom. Hatzlacha Rabbatu and Kultu.